Here is the holy and unholy from two millennials balancing life, work, love, pregnancy, kids, and everything in between. Follow our journey as we learn and discuss everything we wish we knew before we did it. Okay, welcome back to Sunday School. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Ellie. She is here to talk to us about her journey getting back into the dating scene after two back-to-back long-term relationships. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Hey, guys. This is Ellie. Just here. Wanted to share my journey and see who we can reach. Oh, yeah. Ellie, what'd you bring? Well, guys, I brought some Prosecco. That's usually my to-go drink after work, after a long nine, ten-hour shift. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like it a little bubbly, a little sweet, so... You can't go wrong with that, and you can get a bottle, like, on a good day for $12, and it can go a long way. <laughs> I, I, that is actually very true. I like to do that, too, with Prosecco and Rosé. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's not too expensive. Must be and, yeah. nice. <laughs> if y'all don't remember, Eleni is still pregnant, hasn't popped. Not yet. But she's close, so she's going to be che- toasting. She's going to be toasting with us with some water. So <laughs> Some sparkling water. Just a few more weeks. <laughs> Cheers, guys. We usually do a nice segment on our show, and it's usually to encourage our listeners that are listening on a Monday morning to start off on the right foot, maybe do something nice for someone else, someone that they don't know. Karma, you know, what comes around goes around. Recently, have you done anything that's, like, nice for someone that you don't know? Ooh, that's such a good question. Something recently. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can say this, guys, but, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Okay. Come on. Come on. I know. I'm wanting to know. Okay. Okay. So, every once in a while, like, I decide to, you know, smoke a little weed. (laughs) And, well, the other day, I saw a homeless man, you know, in the neighborhood. And, actually, it's not a bad neighborhood, but I just felt like, he looked like a lot of fun, like he wanted to, you know. So you knew he was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he was dancing. He like had a smile on his face. And, and actually, this is a, a pretty regular homeless man because he's always, you know, like. He's like your neighborhood bum. Like neighborhood bum, like, you know, and he goes with the sports and like with the season. So like, the you know, like during the World Series, he, you know, the Astros were playing and he had like, you know, on a hat, you know, Astros hat. And then on this typical day, he was wearing a Rockets jersey. So I was like, oh, OK, I know he likes so you think he like watches the sports oh yeah he does he <laughs> does i mean you know just because you're bumming doesn't mean you're not like keeping up with the latest <laughs> so anyhow i drove by past him and then i didn't have any money for him and i normally try to like give him a bottle of water you know or you know a buck or two if i have any change on this particular day i didn't have anything but i i had just finished smoking a little bit of weed on my on my way home so what i did was i ended up like just giving him a little bag maybe just like you know a little nug and so <laughs> did he just like love you oh he was like oh, oh like he was just so excited he was like this is like the best ever i was like i'm sorry i got no change but look because what i did was like hey look i got no change and he was like ah you know so he was like already feeling like he i was, was gonna, disappointed he was disappointed but then i was like no i got something even better for you and then so i just like took it out and i was like you're gonna love me after this and then he was like oh you know, so I can tell he really like appreciated. He was you like, know? forget the money. Yeah. Yes. And you, it, 
<laughs> you didn't only make his day, you made his whole week. Yeah, I know, because he was like loving it and stuff. So I felt like that was like something also outside of my comfort zone to just be handed out drugs. Because by the way, full disclosure, it's not like I typically walk around giving people drugs or, you know, influence it or encouraging it. And if you did this, it's none of our business. <laughs> no, it's not. We're not here to judge you. Okay, okay. Good judge you. <laughs> Free zone. You definitely made his day a lot better. So that is the funniest, yeah. nice segment ever. I was I not expecting Neither that. Was I was expecting her to be like, yeah, I bought him like a Starbucks drink or something. She's like, no, I gave him weed. No, he was really happy and actually re- it made me really happy too. And I was that's like, what matters. Yeah. So. No, I'm not, I'm not knocking your nice deed because apparently that made his like week. Yes one because no yeah don't use that as an excuse i don't have any money because i never have money and i'm going to be looking around to see what i have no yeah because you can have things like you know a bag of chips water some weed i don't know cigarette they will probably even appreciate a cigarette probably and they're not picky that's the thing and actually this was like are you sure this was good weed by the way oh yeah but he didn't know that when you handed it to (laughs) him no no he did it but then i thought about it and then like later when you know like i asked you know my person he was like how'd you go through all that and i was like oh you know just sharing with the world sharing is caring honestly good for you ellie and if any listeners out there can top this let us know let us know what you yeah, did this let week. us know guys yes i want to hear more stories like that and now i feel like <laughs> i need to up my nice segment up do you feel, do you have those like little butterfly feelings like I just do. fuzzy yes but it might be the prosecco <laughs> okay so Back to our topic, here to tell us what it's like to go back into the dating scene after being in two, not one, two back-to-back long-term relationships. Yes, that's right. So, wow, it's been a journey, to be honest. Um, You know, you tend to learn a lot from relationships. But what has taken me by surprise with this experience, like this entire journey, is that you could even learn from, you know, dating the wrong people. And not only about like men in general, but also about yourself. Because sometimes, you know, us ladies, we have like a criteria, we have a checklist. It's really hard nowadays to get all like our boxes checked out. And then what we also don't realize is that those boxes, you know, that checklist is constantly changing with our standards. Um, Because as we grow and develop, in relationships, we realize like what we can put up with and what we can't put up with. Mm -hmm. And so it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Um, I wouldn't change anything. Although like at times it's been like really fun and adventurous. It also has been like painful and raw and real and, you know, lonely, lonely. Yeah. Lonely for sure. Even if you have, you think you're on top of it, like you still have that sense of like loneliness. So it has been somewhat of a challenge and at Mm -hmm. the same time rewarding. So, yeah. So how did your first long-term relationship end? Um, so my first long-term relationship ended, um, I actually met him when I was in undergrad. Um, and, he was 10 years older than me. And so, oh, wow. yeah, so he, Those I, are always the juiciest. Yeah. Yeah. So I went from like eating ramen to like, you know, like <laughs> going to go have steak, you know, and, um, you're probably so young that you're like, yeah, this is great. This is stability. No. Yeah, for sure. And even like just going out, like, you know, like I would have to go first to like ladies night and like be there before 11 so I can get in for free. Okay. And then now I was rolling with this guy 
that was getting bottle service, you know, with mm-hmm. either by himself, like us two, or his friends. So How long were y'all together? Uh, we were together five years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you lived a good part of your, what is it, 20s with him? Yes, yes, exactly. You were living. I was living because I was like, I was getting a, a, a taste of both worlds, like, you know, the college, like experimenting and, you know, like partying. And at the same time, like, you know, of course, you know, putting my studies first, uh, but however, finding that time and balance to also have fun, but at the same time, getting to experience, you know, like being in a committed relationship. And a stable one, because somebody your age at that point in life wouldn't have been able to take you to for get steak. steak or get you in or pay for you to get into the club. I know that for sure. No, yeah. And not to mention that um, there were still like some things that I was like learning. Right. So, I mean, I knew how to do laundry, but there was other things like cooking actually i learned how to cook from from like being with him and um so there was like other things that i was lacking but then he was that one person at the time that was helping me learn and grow but also at the same time um it wasn't always equal you know because you know like it, it had its good and it had its bad so you know, it was just trying to find that balance. But what about your next long term relationship? How did that end or how, how did that go? Let me just disclose this. So like in the first relationship, what ended up happening was that my youth, so to speak, uh, immaturity uh, uh, snuck up on me. So like I said, I was still in college. So I was like still trying to figure things out. So I actually cheated on on him. Oh. oh yeah and um I got caught <laughs> and I actually was able to like how did he catch you did you cheat more than once no yes and I had been cheating for like a year and a half Ellie yes with the same, same person on you. with the same person and multiple other guys oh Ellie because um you know like you're young right so like yes. it was kind of one of those relationships like you know we've all had them like you break up you go back together but in this case like you know, since I lived with him and it was just more like, oh, I'm mad at you. I'm going to stay with my parents. And during that time, I was, you know, stepping out of the relationship. And so you weren't going home. No. So I was not going home. And it's funny because, well, not funny now in retrospect, but at the time I had like my tactics because I was like, you know, because it felt like going home to him felt like a marriage. Like I, I, it just felt like, overwhelming too much commitment it was too much commitment for me at the moment because you know I was in my 20s like while my friends were like going to like parties and you know football games and uh you know like tailgating like doing social things like that or um he was probably way past that I mean he's 10 years older than you yeah he was way past that so like his thing was like on the weekends but you know like um it was like pretty much Friday and Saturday um, but for me, it was like, I'm ready to party like seven days out of the week because, yes. you know, like at that time, it seemed like life was so stressful, which is like keeping up with classes and like internships and like lab work and all that stuff. So I'm stressed y- out just listening to you talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I was a biology major at the time. So then ended up switching to biochemistry. So you can imagine that 
I, I needed like an outlet to just like escape. Yeah, makes sense. And in the beginning, it felt like he was the outlet because it was like, oh, wow, I'm getting introduced to this life I've never had before. Right. I'm going out to nice restaurants. I'm drinking like, you know, nice wine. And so it was like living this world that I had not lived in before. So it felt really nice. But then it started to become like overbearing because um, he wanted to take care of me so much so that I realized that I was starting to lose some of my independence. And that kind of like pushed me in a way where I, I wanted my own identity. And in that sense, I went about it the wrong way because I felt like that other identity had to be through other building relationships with other men. And or maybe you just felt like he was trying to be a parent. Yeah, yeah, I almost felt like that too because, you know, like there was that age difference mm -hmm. and he would always like want to give me his advice even though I wasn't asking for it. But, you know, like the thing is that I wasn't taking into consideration was that he's been there, done that versus, oh, you're just trying to tell me what to do. You're trying to control me. But it's hard whenever we are at a certain age and somebody older who has already done it or been there is trying to tell us, you know, the best way to go about what whatever it is that we're doing because we just feel like we're getting critiqued, we're getting judged, or we're getting told, especially when it's a man, at least for me. You know, I feel like if a guy is telling me, oh, you probably shouldn't do it that way, even if it's con constructive criticism, I'm offended. I'm like, well, why are you telling me what to do and how to do it? Mm -hmm. Why do you know better than I do? Is it because, you know, you're a man? But again, that's me. <laughs> no, yeah, I could agree with that because it, uh, it did feel like that. Um, and it was like, okay, yeah, I respect you and I love you, but like, are you trying to control me? Are you trying to daddy me? Um, and then, you know, like it begins like, cause I've also had like during that time, like also my friends, cause he got to meet some of my friends, they would say like, oh, why are you with him? Like, he's so much older than you. Um, he's trying to be your daddy. Only girls who haven't been with an older man say things like that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, how about, you know, like, and then we would vacation. A lot of perks. A lot of perks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's basically how it ended. I ended up getting caught. Um, it was very bad, actually, when it happened. Did you get caught in the act? Um, pretty much. Like, it, like, not like physically in the act, but it was more like um, I started a fight. And I like how she says, I started a fight. As, yes. <laughs> we all know what we're talking about. No, I've because too. Yeah. me too. And so I, oh, I started. Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, like my side guy was like, hey, let's go have some margaritas. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I haven't seen him in a while. I'm kind of bored over here. So I accepted the invitation. And then I, I I'm almost cringing over <laughs> here. Like if I'm in the moment. No. Yeah. And then um, so then you were like, now I have to fight with him so I can leave. Yes. And so I started a fight and then he, I was like, I'm going to go stay at my mother's. You know, I'll see you later. And went. But what I didn't know was then later that one guy was just like, I felt like I was already starting to outgrow him. And when, like, so we had gone to this restaurant called Cyclone Anaya's, right? And we had ordered several margaritas. <laughs> and so when the bill came, I don't know, which, is, like, that's like a, I mean, it's a nice Mexican restaurant, but it's not, like, super out there. But it's he, he kind of was, like, a little, like, snobby, like, saying, like, oh, look, I, I'm about to pay this, like, $150 tab. Um, Can I just cut you uh -huh. off there and say one time I went on, like, a a one-time date with some guy and the tab was maybe $40 and I think I had whiskey you know nothing crazy he was just drinking wine I mean water no not water beer I'm so sorry 
And whenever the tab came, I think I had maybe two drinks. Yeah. And whenever the tab came, he's like, oh, you're expensive. It was like a $40 tab. No, yeah. And I hate <laughs> when guys do that. Did because- you pay for it? No. <laughs> so Good for, for you. Yes, yes, yes I'm proud of you. you. Yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. Because, uh-uh. I mean, I would have, but no. <laughs> yeah, and so at the time, I was like thinking... It just kind of made me realize, like, why am I out with this guy where, you know, I have a good boyfriend at home where he would never, like, say something like that. Like, I mean, he would take me out, like, to steak and drinks. And, you know, we've been on wine tours. So, like, he would really, like, wine. Like, I didn't know what wine and dining was until I was with him. So to have this other guy tell me, you know, like, complain about, like, you know, he wasn't complaining. Yeah, I saw his his age age. and I was like, ugh, you know, like that is so unattractive, you know, um, because you You were used to being wine and dine. Exactly. And so then I was, you know, I, I spoke my mind. I said, okay, well, do you want me to play half of the bill? And then, so he acted like he was offended because he was also like very, you know, like I'm the man and like, you very macho. Yeah. But then, uh, so then, so then, you know, like I was like, you know what, like we're going to part ways and um he was like no you can't because you've you know like had too much to drink and then like you know like pulling all this stuff right and um so I ended up leaving him and then the next I ended up going back to my ex right like I'll be my ex at the time he was my boyfriend so I ended up going back back home because that's technically where I lived and I was like you know what I was at my mom's and I was thinking about it so he let me right back in you know not only that I had the keys and so he was like (laughs) you know like he was tired from like it was on a Friday because I remember clearly I was like you know he was probably like you know tired from the week the work week so I was like hey I'm here you know and then so he just like accepted me took took me back in well this other guy decides to start like, oh, by the way, I had like three cyclonized margaritas. And if anybody's ever been there, you know, that one is just enough to get you there, <laughs> to get you lit. And OK, so I had three. And so, yeah. Um, so I got home and, and like, um, Ellie out. is tiny. Yeah. She's little. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And so then I like knocked out. Little did I know. That he looked through my phone and he saw like, and usually I was so good at like, you know, deleting all like the text message threads. It was those margaritas. And it was those margaritas. And then. Damn you, Cyclone Damn you, Cyclone Why are your margaritas so good? If you would like to sponsor Cyclone please reach out at (laughs) SundaySchoolPodcast.com. Yeah. And so then um, he, he ends up calling him because he like, he didn't know what happened. As you're asleep? As I'm asleep. No. Oh, and I know you're knocked out. You and I'm knocked, knocked out. out. Yeah. So then, you know, like he approaches it like in a way where it's like, hey. Like an adult. Like an adult because he's older. Not only is he older than me, he's also older than the guy I was cheating him with on, you know. And so then, um, and it just, this also just shows the maturity level of them because, you know, the other guy was, you know, 22 or something and this guy's 32. And so, oh no, yeah. And so then he calls him and he's, I guess like he starts like asking like, and he's like, he's not a confrontational type of guy, you know? Um, he starts asking him questions like, how do you know her? And then this guy starts getting defensive, you know, and he starts, his misogynist starts to come out. Now, did this guy, the side guy know that you were, that he was a side guy? Did he know he was a side piece? Yes, he did. But so accept your fate. Yeah, yes. exactly. No, but he didn't even like 
cover up for me. What he did was what a bastard. Yeah, exactly. No, because he, I know exactly bitch. that he was a little bitch. Because to be honest, like. Uh, who does that? If you already know you're the side person, then just go with it. Yeah, like own it. Or like hang up or, you know. I don't know her. I wish I could tell you more. Ellie who? Yeah, exactly. Ellie who like, oh, yeah, like she's just a friend. I don't know. Like talk to her. She I'm her crying. cousin. Yeah, oh, she like, was crying to me about a fight that she had with her boyfriend. Yeah, so like we, something. Yeah, side yeah, exactly. And like, at that moment in her sleep, she like, knew. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, but no. And and then he ends up like telling him like, yeah, we've been messing around. And, you know, like I've always been in the picture, which was not true. I guess he just had hurt his ego because he was like, you sound like really young. Like, you know, he told him that. And the moment that he told him that it was almost like, you know, because he did speak differently. This guy was like not calling like in a confrontational type of way. He was just calling to get clarity. However, you know, being younger, you get like on I the mean, defense. He's still calling. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Confrontational or not. Like. I don't know. I feel like at a certain point, you're either just like, you know what? This is, I just read what I read and it's done. Or you're like, I'm going to start a fight. So I don't know that he was that mature, that much more mature either. Maybe someone can argue with me on that. No. Yeah, that's true. Because I why'd mean, you call like confirmation? I mean, I think even he saw what he saw. Why did he correct, need confirmation? But I think, I think I would call just for confirmation. Yeah, but you're confrontational as well. I <laughs> so, of course you would <laughs> that call. That is true. No, from my understanding, he, because we ended up speaking about it the next day. So he just, like, went to sleep? Uh, and or did he wake your ass no, up? No, it looked like he got no sleep because as soon as I woke up, like, I mean, his eyes looked crazy. Like, he had, like, the puffy eyes, you dark circles. The whole thing. I was, like, passed out and, like, you know, like, after drink a day of drinking, like, I mean, like, you know, three margaritas, you wake up kind of early, kind of thirsty, you know? So I needed some water. It's like the middle of the night, two in the morning. No, what makes, some water. <laughs> no what makes it even worse is that he already had a water, some aspirin, oh, and a Gatorade. Oh, no. Yeah. The yeah, and so then he was, like, kind of sweet about it, but then he was, he was in a rush to, like, you know, get me out of bed. So, you know, like, because... And you're like, I have no idea what's going on, but yeah. thanks. Exactly. And then like the first thing that, you know, at that moment, it's like you wake up like looking for your phone. So that's what I ended up and doing. And it's not where you left it. And it's not where I left it. So I, I was kind of, you know, a little concerned and I ended up asking him, where's my phone? And then he said the words we all hate to hear. We got to talk. We got to talk. <laughs> And usually I'm the one that says that, but then this That's case because you want to start a fight yeah, so you can go see your exactly, side Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so then what happened? And then so then he ended up like asking me like um he tried to catch me in a lie. I mean, you already know this information, but then he asked me, "So where did you go after you left here?" Well, at this point he's just hoping that, you know, there's at least a little bit of honesty with him. And I technically almost was honest and I said Technically well, I was almost. like, Well, I went to go have margaritas with an old friend and it was during that dinner that I realized that I missed you and that you know, I wasn't giving a lot into the relationship. It was almost like I already knew. Like I had like that intuition that you were already kissing ass. Yeah. Like I was already trying to make it like better, like, you know, butter him up, you know, um, because at this point he kept ignoring the question, where's my phone? You know, um, so I knew something was up. 
So I started like, you know, say, like saving my, trying to save my butt. Then after we finished talking, he ended up saying, well, I have something to tell you and I don't think this is working out and I need you to pack your things and go to your mama's and, and yes, technically and how he was done with me and, um, how betrayed he felt and, um, he knows the entire truth. I was like, what does that mean? And because at this point I was still trying to deny it. I mean, I knew I was caught, but at the same time I was still trying to deny it. And um, there was no going back. At that point, I was like caught red-handed because um, it was like deny, 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 yes. you know? I lived through that motto too. Until you're like caught, caught, Isn't caught. Isn't that like the um, Jersey Shore, what is his name, um, Ronnie? Oh, yeah, Ronnie, yes. Ronnie. <laughs> Actually, I might have gotten that from him too. I don't know because I did used to watch that show. God, that is tragic. Yeah, that is I feel it's, it's crazy to hear like a side of like when the girl is a problem because it's usually never like the girl gets caught. Yeah, it's typically always it's the always guy. like the guy. Well, guys, I do want to add that it did take a year and a half to get caught because I think <laughs> cheaters I, like like women like uh uh-uh, we're very like, careful we're very careful and this just happened to slip because had that not happened I think I would have like continued but in in a way it was like a blessing in disguise because you know this guy also wasn't too perfect and at the same time I also needed to like like live in you know um mature and experience things and like with him it wasn't happening so so did you just like jump into the next relationship with the guy your side hoe yes no 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 no. i'm sorry sorry sorry. take that back no 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 No, it was like another guy that i met like a month later yes yes (laughs) okay i was like not with him please no 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 i don't know him and i don't like him no yeah no 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 absolutely not and and this was like a like you know what you would call a fuck boy you know what i mean like it's like you're good in bed and you're fun to hang around with but that's it you ain't shit you ain't shit yeah so then you were just kind of like all right i don't want to really be at my mom's now i just have to jump into another long-term relationship no 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 um that actually didn't happen at all because so i come from a very um conservative family um that's also catholic and um so you know my parents were so graceful to like take me back in and um at the time i really hurt somebody because i did feel remorse and i did realize like have I not had done all this, maybe this would have worked out. But at the same time, like two steps back and like really find out what is it that I'm looking for. If I am looking for a relationship to begin with, like, do I even need one? So I really wanted to spend some time like with myself and like. I mean, five years with somebody and then plus fuck boys on the side. I mean, side. Yeah, side exactly. A lot it's of a people. Lot. Yeah. It's so two, like a month or two comes along and you know, you, you start getting lonely, you know, and I met this guy and then ended up things that were like expedited, like the chemistry was there. I mean, it was like so passionate. And a month later, he asked me to move in. And so boom, I move in and then boom, another five years. So you moved in right away with this guy? Yes. After you had just moved out with the other guy? Yes. Okay. And I would say that it was something that I was maybe... Um, not prepared for because 
it was mostly I felt like kind of like pressured, right? Because I was living back at home. You know, I had just got out of college and here's this guy who has a house who also has it like together. So another guy that has stability yeah, stability and like a provider. He was actually like starting law school at the time. And he also was like saying like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. But then, um, you know, like our like our chemistry and our um, relationship just like like moved on like so quickly that it was unavoidable like for us not to he was um gonna be starting law school so he also realized that he wasn't gonna have a lot of time to date date officially so he figured you know like we move in together i'll be able to see you more and spend time with you even though i'm not really spending time with you but we're like you know like still together and i remember um you were kind of just revolving around his own gravitational pull yes exactly and not to mention that um my parents had told me well if you leave this time there is no coming back and so I almost felt like a little pressure and so I was like you know what it's gonna work out this time but it was just like my own still immaturity and stubbornness of like I'm right I'm gonna be right or find a way to be right that was not the case and so then I moved in with him it was five years though so it took you a long time to realize was not the case no yeah of course because sometimes like you're in these relationships and you're benefiting in one way or another and whether that's like being like taken care of or by you know the men fulfilling like certain roles in your life and at that time being like he was like also another provider you know not to say that I wasn't able to provide for myself I was just so used to like not being able like not being on a budget you know, um, because even whenever I was back home, um, my dad, like towards the end did, you know, make more money. And in a way I was always taken care of. So I wasn't always like responsible for myself. Like I would like, you know, like pay the, you know, the basics, like your phone bill, your insurance. You and could always live outside of your means. Yes, exactly. You had somebody that you exactly. Could exactly. Yeah. Perfect. That's like, you just put it perfectly. I'm like, surprised he had all those means when he was in law school. No. Yeah. Well, the thing is that he uh, came from like a wealthy family. Um, and so it wasn't actually things that were like actually earned or you know because i was gonna say um a lot of law students are poor no yeah no like actually accumulating debt eleni might speak by experience okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) no so this guy like he came for money Um, he was the youngest of three oh he was the baby he definitely had it all. yeah he had it all like um he has siblings that like and include himself, like spoke multiple languages, had traveled all over the world. His dad was a chemical engineer and his mom was like a diplomat. And so they, you know, they were really well off. They were comfortable. Like he wasn't even paying for his own law school. Um, his parents were and they, he had a budget. And within that budget, that was still enough to like for him to be able to provide for both of us. Um, the place where he was staying at was a... Uh, a condo in you know uh, river oaks so of course i was like was loving nice that love area. yeah and i love that even though he wasn't like able to spend too much time with me i at the time was running a lot so it was like right there off of like allen yes. parkway Memorial if you're not Drive. from if you're not from houston please look up the area it's perfect it's within reach of everything yes yes and so there was a lot of perks with that but then that relationship um which seemed beautiful at the time also I came like forward and like I was too honest with this guy I was like 
this is my baggage because like I felt like I needed to disclose all the information like I cheated in the past. I've Ooh, yes, she went straight to it. yes, and guys, I do not recommend that at all. Do not, do not share that with your significant other, even if you've had you know cheating experiences, whether you were cheated on or you were the cheater. That is something that will like basically haunt you. You it's know? like a dark cloud. Yeah, it's like a dark cloud because... I, honestly, if someone told me that, that I was a cheater, like, hey, you know, I was a cheater, I would think about that all the time because now even though they didn't cheat on me, the cloud still hangs over of like, well, when are they going to cheat on me? That's true. Or That's when true. is it going to happen? That's true. Or if not, it's like if you were the one cheated on and then let's say that you question, it's like, oh, it might be your insecurities because you've been cheated on before. So no matter what, it's a lose-lose situation. Yes. I think I'd be a little more lenient if they're like, I got cheated on as like saying I was a cheater. You know what I mean? I like don't know. I don't want to give my input. I've been a cheater, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been either. So I would definitely say if someone told me like I was a cheater, I would feel like, you know, that saying like, oh, once a cheater, I was a cheater. But well, if they had told me. that can be kind of true because I've also been cheated on. Yeah, I do think it depends on the person. Yeah, that's uh, true. for sure. But I feel like that would hang over me and yes. I would always think about it. But if they told me like I got cheated on the little maternal instinct in me would be like, oh, that's so sad. What and I'd be like, dumb ass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we are going to disclose it like a uh, way to build that like strong yes, foundation yes. Mm -hmm. to be able to disclose Unless that. Unless they ask you. Because if they didn't ask you, like, why would you bring it up? You that know? is very, yes, that's correct. Why are you going to bring something up if nobody's trying yeah. to question you about it? But if it I'm is nosy, coming, I would ask. Get Sometimes I like, don't even ask questions. Just look on Instagram and social media. That's true. <laughs> We're very good like, at that. Like, guys <laughs> don't know how to untag themselves on anything. They don't. No, man. So. Well, actually, my boyfriend, Josh, he doesn't do any social media. Then so that's even oh. more sketch. Unfortunately, I can't stalk really anything. But oh, back no. to Ellie. Back to Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then... Um, you know, what I realized in like going into this relationship was that I was disclosing too much information, being too open to compromise. Um, That's probably because you had guilt from. Cheating yes, in the past. exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was like, you know what? I didn't, you know, like 100 percent in the last relationship. Let me give 120 percent in this relationship. I feel for I feel bad for you this time. No. Yeah. And 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 like this time I went above and beyond uh, more so than anything. But then, you know, this guy like really had like issues. It really left me in a place of like, even though like we were together, like I still felt like like a sense of loneliness. I thought things would get better after he graduated law school, but then it was more isolation because then he was starting for the bar and then like then he started at his firm and then like him having to be a junior partner and having to prove himself. It was like late hours. And then I, I realized that I was like compromising too much of myself again and losing my independence once again. And this time around, I was the one that took off the, like, you know, like the relationship. But what I didn't realize was that like trying to date again had changed so much, well, yeah, you know, been 10 years now. Five yeah. Five? 10 years. Yeah. You know, um, now like People were no longer going up to each other you like don't mind at me bars. Asking, how old were you by the time that you finally finished this relationship with the second guy? Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. That's about so the that, age that most girls are like, "I need to get married." Yes. Or they feel yeah, like twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something like that. Yeah. 
Okay, so you've just gone through all of your 20s, basically, yes. in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yes, and then at that point, you know, the social media is out, and that's how you're meeting people. Not to mention that because I was so committed to these guys, they had, like, a big issue because I'm, like, such a social person. If anything, I overshare, and I used to be, like, really, like, active, but it was one of those things that I felt I needed to compromise on, which was, like you know, being active on social media. And so what I didn't realize is that I, I kind of like lost myself, like a sense of like my identity. Not only that, but like I became like antisocial, like, like depressed. And, you know, like I had all this like social anxiety that I didn't even at that moment, I didn't even realize that that's what it was. It was just more like, oh, I don't want to go out or I just want to be by myself and I'm okay with being by myself and this feels good, you know feel safe it i felt feel good. safe yeah exactly or you're trying to glamorize it because i yes. feel like a lot of people do say you know oh yeah i'm single now this is what i want to do i want to find myself but you're masking my yes. yeah but you're like masking the lonely part and so oh, yeah. i think it's sometimes good to be raw and show people there is a lonely part and those are that's the struggle yeah. is learning how to be your own company and so, like, I won't lie to you, like, I, uh, when I first started, like, trying to date after that, it wasn't, like, right away because it was a painful breakup. You know, it wasn't, like, any type of betrayal or anything like that. But it was just more, what am I doing with my life? And at this point, I had already, you know, like, been working for a while. And, you know, like, I'm looking around me and, like, all my friends are married and having children. Um, some of them are on their second, third kids. And, you know, here I am, like still trying to be part of the group and being the only single like showing up to like baby showers and showing up to kids parties and weddings and and so it starts You're to feel of like wondering when is it going to be my turn well not necessarily that but like where exactly do i fit in because i i to be honest i've never have felt i want to get married i want to have children maybe that's has to do with like my upbringing or you know like not really thinking about things like that like i never really thought about things like that um but it was just more like am i weird is there something wrong with me why don't i have that you know gene where it makes you want to have a baby or makes you want to be in a relationship and during this journey which we will get to i have met somebody who has like completely changed my mind about all that and not so only that but came. i'm just like it just, yeah yeah right yeah i didn't have the right person and it wasn't the right time either so for all you ladies out there that feel like oh that's not for me it Don't, might not be it might not be but just know and be open that it might one day change because i was that one person i don't want to get married i don't want to have no kids i you know like whole like i'm okay with just being me and i don't need babies or husbands or you know relationship to make me feel good or like you know like to complete me you know or like even a career which at the time that's what i was seeking you know um but even at that i was like you know like you can be complete in who you are or whoever like you know like you can find peace and happiness within um but then what i've come to realize is that you know like a husband and children just like exacerbate that like you know like make it more meaningful to want to live and fulfill like a bigger life. Well, once life, you're yeah. there, though, I yeah, feel like that's true. and like don't, also there's no masking in the fact that there is still loneliness in relationships. There still is loneliness for a lot of people in marriages. There still is loneliness in becoming a mother. 
there's still loneliness and even in the very beginning becoming pregnant and realizing like I, I know I know I shared with you Ellie in the beginning where I felt like oh my gosh I'm pregnant so that's the end of me so it's just that I feel like people sometimes just mask the loneliness and or you only see the good well, I think it has a lot to do with people aren't willing to share you the know, raw. Correct. The raw and the real, because you don't ever want to seem like, oh, my life is so sad or it's so lonely. You know, you want to let people think and believe that you're living your absolute best life. And a lot of the time that really is not the truth. It's not. And so I know that you probably might have felt at a child's birthday party like, what am I doing here? You're like, I don't want to be here. Yes. Like, I'm just, you know, I want to be here for my friend, but me and my friend are on such different paths. And you don't know if, you know, your friend was thinking, man, I really miss hanging out with her and like being able to just get up and go. Like, it's lonely having to take care of a child and it's lonely having to become you know, a mom and a wife and all these responsibilities. So while but no, you were feeling lonely, she was, you know, your friends were probably feeling just as lonely, just for different reasons. It's just growth. It's growth it in every dynamic. And it's it's yeah, change. It's a lot of change. It's a yeah. lot of change. And I think from like both parts, like whether you are on one end or the other, the thing is that we live in like now in a culture where um, it is those things that make us strive for more, you know, whether it's to, you know, be a better partner, be a better mother, be a better provider, be a better this, be a better that, because it is those shortcomings and those negative emotions that push us to want to do better to be better to do better you know I agree and I sometimes feel that people will um I don't know if judge is the right word but I feel like sometimes when people are raw in a new phase of life you can really truly come down to find your friend because I feel like in certain times people have asked me so how do you feel like you know you're pregnant you're about to be a mom they don't really care to know no, it's not that. It's like I sometimes have felt like saying at that moment, I'm like, feel like I'm losing myself. I feel like I'm losing my career. I feel like I have to stop my hustle. I feel like it's not fair. And they'll just look at me with like wide eyes like, wow, you're a weirdo for even saying that. Yeah, because everybody has, you know, these grand special changes that, you know, quote unquote are supposed to be grand and special. Well, it's like that Instagram timeline. Like, oh, she got married or she has a kid. You should be happy. Like, why are you complaining? No, I mean... You know what I mean? You don't know the struggle. It's it's very hard. Yeah, but people don't want to. It, it takes a certain person for someone to like, you know, when I told you that, you were just kind of like, hey, you know what? That's normal. You yeah. should feel like that. No, but I, not I, everyone yeah. does that. Not everyone's like, you know what? That's real. When you told me that, like, honestly, and like your struggle um with just coming to terms because that's always been one of the things and that side disclosure it's not that i'm not happy or that i've never been happy it's just you go through emotions no yeah of course and then the the thing that i was like more relating to was that you know like even with these relationships one of the biggest things that has been important to me is like having my independence and being able to stand on my own so as a mother i feel like you know like you it's normal to feel and also like a lot of women they lose that sense of like independence i am person i you know versus like i am the mother i am a mother because you know like you love this child so much that it just, like it's lost in progression you know it's unavoidable like that's how we are biologically that's how 
you know, you push forward and you persevere even though your children are driving you nuts. And so when you told me, like, you know, like, this isn't so fun and, and like, it was, like, almost like you coming to terms, like, I'm going to lose some of my independence. And so I really felt, like, for that because it happens whether you want to or not, you know, and at least you were being cognitive of, you know what, like, it's great and I can't wait to be a mother, but at the same time, I'm also like mourning the loss of myself. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mourning the loss because I think that I went through that through both of my pregnancies and each I think my second time it hit a lot harder. Yeah. Because Especially when you're the first in your groups to get pregnant. Yes. Cuz I'm the first yes. in my little group. So it, it hit a lot harder for some reason the second time around and it may have been for whatever reason, you know, other things that were going on, but it hit so much harder the second time that I got pregnant that it was just overwhelming and it was a lot sadder and you thought you know, circumstances were a lot better than with my first pregnancy you know I had an adoring boyfriend who yeah. you know catered to me with whatever it is that I wanted but for some reason or another I was just a lot sadder but I unfortunately didn't have somebody that I could you know say hey well this actually is not as great as people are putting it out to be so. No, yeah, that's true. And I think uh, also because of like the social norms, right? There's like so many women out there today trying to get pregnant, right? And they're like struggling, right? And um, with somebody that's pregnant and might saying that it might not feel so pleasant to hear that, nor is it, you know, for women who have dedicated their entire being to like wanting to be a mother, not to say that one is, you know, better than the other or less than or anything like that, because by all means, I think that, you know, like the way we think and, you know, our objectives and our priorities are all magnified by our upbringing and beliefs and, you know, like the different social groups that we af affiliate with, you know, we should just be more open to like hearing people's stories, like, mm -hmm. you best, know, like even if we way, don't agree with them. You know, like Ellie, you talk about the loneliness in a relationship, whether it be losing a relationship or being so deep in a relationship. I think that comes in the same thing with like motherhood or marriage is that you have to learn to continue to make yourself happy by keeping some sort of independence. Mm -hmm. So like you said, like you were losing a relationship and you felt lonely. And then for me, it was like in the very beginning, I was gaining a new relationship that I knew was coming and I was having to come to terms with it. Mm -hmm. Like, what does this do for me and how do I place this in my current cycle of life and how does it fall into place? So I think it's just loneliness as a whole in every aspect. We just have to be more accepting of it. Yeah, yes. that's true. And a little more gentle to people. A little that bit more gentle. Oh, yeah, or for sure. Or just being a friend and yes. like not just running by someone's desk like, hi, how are you? And just expecting them to be like, fine, when really you're not. They're not. And I, I just feel like, you know, with your progression, when you first came on with your new boo, it was kind of like, I like this, but I'm used to being lonely, but I'm used to feeling like th I can't move this fast. And I'm used to X, Y, Z, like this can't be right because it's not X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I felt like for you, I'm like, no, 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 this is your own story. This is your own book. So what if you were in two five-year relationships? Like maybe the right one doesn't need five years to figure it out. That's true. That's true. So let's get back on topic. We were talking I, about. She ends the law school relationship. Yes. Yeah, so then um so you're, I think this is when I met you. Yeah, and so um and actually a little bit before that cuz I had like spent some time by myself and 
at first it, it was just even going out in general i didn't realize just you know being out and about not a relationship had had such a toll on me because i would i always had a partner at the time to like rely on if things got uncomfortable but going out again and like you know getting looked at and free uh, drinks free drinks and at the same time i it was just almost like this like nervousness like you know like the jitters, you know, the first day of school, you know, how like, do I act? how, do I, how do I act? Exactly. And for me, um, I guess I've always just been like a sexual person, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it. I'm Scorpio, you know, other Scorpios out there, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, it's our I'm moon, our sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like to me, like, um, the physical, that doesn't bring the emotional, so there was in the beginning, like me, like expediting things and moving too quickly. But what I realized is that, you know, certain things in the dating still haven't changed. And that is the chase, right? Men do want to chase ladies. It's like an old, you know, book advice, um, but it still holds true, you know, because you don't want to give up the goods too much because you have to think about the way men are built and they're built in a way where challenges is what drives them competition. You know, you think of athletes, you know, you think of like people overcoming challenges and persevering. It's the challenge that drives people. And even for yourself, like, why do you chase something because of the drive, you know, um, and so if you give it up too soon, that's what I realized in the beginning because I was like moving quite too quickly. Now, I do have to say, whenever I was single and I kind of just did my thing, but I wasn't looking for anything. So I was okay with it just being like, okay, it's quick, done, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of thing. Yeah. So I guess, you know, if you're okay with it just being a little type of promiscuous kind of thing, good for you, you know, do your thing. But if you're not, and you really want something serious, then that's when definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that's yes. true. That is true. <laughs> because sometimes you just not get your, you know, juices fulfilled. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. You, you got to get your oil changed. Yeah, your exactly. Fixed, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course. So are you ready to go on a song break? I think so. I think so. Okay, so Ellie, what song did you bring for us today? Shaggy, wasn't me. I think that's perfect. Enjoy. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, open up, man. Yo, what you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. But who? The girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. All right. Honey came in and she got me red-handed. Creepy with the girl next door. To your villa, trespass on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Let's review the situation that you call the peanut. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night, convince her, say a day. Never admit to a word where she say. And if she claim a you tell her baby, no way. But she caught me on the counter, wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa, wasn't me. I even had her in the shower, wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. 
Mama said that she really not the right for vex And never you should see I make the jigger low flex As far the else favor you in the complex Seeing is believing so you better change your specs You know she a go bring a whole of things up from the past All the little evidence you better know for mass Quick for your hands up, no over time But if she back a gun you know you better run fast But she caught me on the counter Wasn't me Saw me banging on the sofa Wasn't me I even had her in the shower Wasn't me She even caught me on camera Wasn't me She saw the marks on my shoulder Wasn't me Heard the words that I told her Wasn't me Heard the screams getting louder Wasn't me She stayed until it was over Honey came in and she called me red-handed Creepy with the girl next door Picture this, we were both butt naked Banging on the bathroom floor How could I forget that? was in two long term relationships almost about a decade of her life and then she comes out of it and she is on the prowl trying to find a new guy trying to figure out this whole new dating world because the dating world has changed incredibly whoa whoa yes so we talked about a social media and how you know how people are dating now on social media and she has not done that and so like my um so what came about this like um, there were still some, you know, like, um, girlfriends of mine that were single, not very much, but like a few, they were like, tried Tinder, tried match.com. I'm in my man on match.com. Match.com. I feel like it's so old. Yeah. Right. I even had like a lot of them. Like Jacob was (laughs) telling me there's one that's like farmers.com. No. Yes. Farmers. Yeah. Like farmers.com. Like there's like some weird things. No. Yeah. There's so many, like I got suggested so many things. Let's go. (laughs) They were like, try Bumble, try Tinder and you know, match.com, coffee and bagel. And, um, which I have to say, I've never heard of coffee and bagel. I've heard of the other ones, even though I've never used them. I've used Tinder. I'd never used Bumble, but I did use Tinder. I kind of wish I would have known about that coffee and bagel one, though. Yeah, and then there's, like, also, like, um, you know, depending on your preferences, ladies, um, you know, like, sugar babies. And, like, if you like the older ones, you know. I I was even told that because a friend of mine was like, you know what, these guys these days that don't want to commit, but you want to divorce. Because so, I was, like, as soon as I became single, it was just, like, 
like this overload of like advice from like whether it was somebody who has been single for a while, whether it's somebody that coming out of a relationship, whether it's actually somebody that's divorced, right? Because, um, you know, like I did have friends like growing up that they were getting married quite young, right? And we so have one on this table. Yeah. And so <laughs> we'll talk about me later. And so that's a thing too, you know? So it was like, you know, there was like all, you know, group of like both female and male singles, like, you know, friends and, you know, acquaintances and, um, giving me advice, like do this, do that. And so I was just like, almost like overwhelmed. Like I was like, wow, like, do I need to call my ex back? Because it was just like so much information at the same time. It sounded like even more difficult than finding a freaking job. So I was it like, honestly made it seem like it was a bad thing to be single. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, for a while I felt like, oh my gosh. Or is it just easier? Because like now you're not just relying on mutual friends. Like now you're just kind of like, hey, who's in my area? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can look at it two ways. Yeah, that's true. I didn't start feeling like that right away until like I started getting more comfortable with it. So one of the things that um, my sister, my older sister, she had advised me was like, why don't you like, it feels like you're not comfortable. So why don't you like start going out with your guy friends more and maybe, you know, like uh, start accepting some invitations with guys that are still single that had at one time pursued you. Right. And so I started doing so she that. She goes through the phone back. And no, 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 no. And actually it was way it's much up, easier. Yeah. Up, fuck boy number one. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It wasn't even like guys that I have like been intimate with. It was more like guys that like had like shown like some curiosity. So they were basically uh, the nice guys. Red, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> four years later. Hey, sorry. I just woke up. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, hey, how you been? You know, like that's that was a message from 2012. And then here's Liz 2018 hey sorry i just had got my phone what's up no and actually a lot of them were so like kind they were like oh hey girl like you know like so happy to like you know me just hit them up because they know like i had been out of the radar they always had to wonder what happened what happened to ellie you know because you weren't very um social on social media no yeah not only that but like i um iced out when cold turkey and a lot of people it was like what happened to her it was just like that's the worst i feel i know i know but i was just so like um ha so you are you the type that just cuts everyone off when you're in a relationship yes oh, oh that's terrible i know i know and it's like so bad like i try not i actually like now that i'm older like i realize that that's like actual thing because i didn't realize what i was doing at the time i just thought like you know, like, I'm it's just like, normal. yeah, it's normal, you know, because like, you know, like, you know, at first it's like your girlfriend's inviting you to a girl's night out and you really can't because now you have a boo and like, you know, and that, and, and, and maybe that was the part of me, like, you know, like now moving forward, it's important to me to be in a relationship where they respect that, where they do want me to have like, you know, like yeah, somewhat of an identity. Them, yeah, friends. exactly. Like, like my girlfriend time and you know um you know to you know because i also want to respect that for my man or you know if i'm dating someone for them to have their own time like their guy time you know like i think it's very necessary yeah because mm -hmm. you don't want to become like codependent on your partner either you know it's like and that does happen and it's so irritating i feel like you have to find a happy medium of 
not that like not to say like oh well what if they leave me then I have nothing which is accurate but also like you don't want to be that girlfriend that's like oh she doesn't let him do anything yes I'd hate to be that first for me I feel like I'm constantly pushing Josh like Josh go make friends please go make friends yeah <laughs> then Jacob has too many I'm just like so when are you gonna hang out with me? Okay, yeah, that's that's what I have with my current guy. Like he's like, you have too many friends. Yeah, he is like so social, and he was in a frat, and he was this, and he was that, and he's like, he has this tight knit group of friends, which I admire about him. And he would always say like, well, so do you? And I'm like, well, I guess I do. <laughs> but I'm just so lazy, and he's not. It's because like, you're a homebody. It's different. Yeah, and he's yeah. like willing to drive, and I'm like, oh, the sun's down. Oof, can't go. <laughs> You're also a morning person. That's very true. I don't know how you do it, girl. I don't I know. know. My <laughs> friends hate me. Like, they would automatically, when I would text them, like, hey, do you want to go to yoga on Saturday? No. I didn't even tell you the time yet. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. No, yeah. So, it has been, you know, like an experience. So, I ended up, like, meeting a few guys. And throughout the process, you know, you get to learn more about men and, you know, like, um, there's quite a few that stand out from the bunch uh, because I'm happy to say that I've actually found somebody. Ooh. Yeah. So what was that like whenever you finally started to go out there? and? Well, the thing dating? is that I think it starts to build, right? Because I've had so many like, you know, like not to say anything, but I am an attractive girl. Not she's ca- pretty cute. Yeah, I'm pretty cute, guys. I love your confidence. Oh, she's and little. She's petite. She's yeah, got long lashes, like natural long lashes. Yeah, yeah. Those are fake. No, are no, they? no. They're totally real. These no, are like real. real. Pull on them. I oh, will. They are. Yeah. Don't gonna, pull on them. Don't. I'm pulling on them. No, yeah. Go ahead. They're real. They grow back. Yeah. They grow back. Yeah, they grow yeah, back. yeah. And they're totally real. And you know. um, I'm smart. I'm witty. So I consider myself the full package here. Okay. So what comes with that is that I also have like high standards. So when I started like getting back out there again, I was like reading through these like guys profiles. Right. And so were you on Tinder Bumble or. Oh, so Bumble. That's okay. where I started off. Right. And now, the good thing about Bumble is you get to reach out first, right? Yes, okay. yes. So what I actually did was um, I went on ahead and at first I was just swiping, right? Because that's like my comfort zone. I didn't realize like how many singles were out there. And um, what I also found strange was that um, people from the past or like exes or ex mess arounds or, you know, like guy friends were swiping on me, you know? Um, but the only way you get to find that out is if you get like their actual membership, right? There's a membership? I don't know. No, no. Okay. So the way Bumble works, guys, is that you get to swipe on someone, the woman, and then you get to reach out to them, right? And ladies. You mentioned a membership or something like that. Oh, yeah. So the membership um, discloses who has swiped on you, right? Because just so like how- you're paying for this membership? Yes. Did you pay for yours? Yes, I did. Oh, and what? No, yeah. And and the thing is that I looked at it more like as, you know, like not wasting my time, right? Because, you know, like you can be great on paper and, you know, like know your worth, but like, is somebody going to be attracted to you, right? Like, you know, maybe they're looking for someone tall or maybe they're looking for someone petite or, you know, like, you know, like just as much as we women are looking for a certain type or like at least certain features or characteristics or traits or morals, so are men, right? And so like I wanted to make like feel like it was like an even playing field and by that. So 
I felt like, you know what, I'll go ahead and get this membership and see what comes out of it. Was it expensive? Um, you know what? I think it's like three months. At the time when I got it, it was like three months, um, twenty four ninety nine. So it's like almost like eight dollars or you know, like eight fifty or something like that, you know? They're making their coins. And, and and you know, but at the same time, I didn't realize at the time because I had tried it the free the free way, right? But it was just like a lot of like entertaining, like a lot of like it was almost like a chat platform, right? Yes. Um, because like, you also have to realize that like a lot of people have also been out of the game. Not only that, but like a lot of people are so used to having busy lives. Right. And perhaps they don't want to make that investment of like, Hey girl, do you want to go out to eat? Or, you know, like, do you want to meet up for coffee? Right. What a waste. Yeah. Because like, you know, people live busy lives, right? So number one, it's their time. Number yeah, two, but who wants to just keep chatting the whole time? No, there are people like that mm-hmm. because no they, way. they because they think that other people are like that too, and like you there's know, some people who just like to talk. Yeah, there's just, people that just so want like to I'm entertain. Just text you the whole time. No, because there's people that like their loneliness is fulfilled, or like their interaction is fulfilled, and not only that, but there's people that are just like not to mention the younger you know, generations that they don't know how to, you know, socialize, socialize, right? Because like, before, like, I know growing up, it was like, if you wanted to meet a girl, like you would just go up to her, Correct. right? Yes. And or cor- you sent a note. I know. Or you sent a note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now, according to my guy friends, like rejection is like a thing. Hurts their ego. It hurts their ego. So they're not so like as willing like willing to like um just like put themselves out there because they feel like, oh, I'm gonna get rejected. And I've gotten that like a lot from like a lot of my friends, not only that, but like guys that are actually good looking, have they're accomplished, they have like good careers, good jobs, you know, like are financially stable, that they still feel that intimidation of like going up to a woman. Not only that, guys, but we gotta think of like the times we're living in today. Me too, you know? Yeah, it's so correct. much harder. So cause where is it that you spend most time? at work right yeah so are people at work really gonna approach you mm. um unless it'll you're take a, a while it'll take a while or unless they're like sleaze bags so ladies beware if they are approaching you too fast that's a red flag but anyhow that's for another topic um <laughs> but okay, yeah so you did the bumble you didn't find your new boo on bumble no no i didn't it was actually like after dating several guys like a whole year of like having to go through all this that you know like meeting different men from all different types of backgrounds ethnicities and um you know there were some criteria that i did want to fulfill okay for first of all i wanted to be physically attracted to them um so i like them tall even though i'm petite and little i like them to be like strong and built so i had i did have like a type type right and i was like i'm not gonna compromise on these certain things right um so I've tried like, you know, like dating guys that are were like, quote unquote, spiritual, quote unquote, uh, believe in the divinity or believe in the universe. Oh my and gosh, I feel like you would get those weirdos. They're <laughs> like super into. And no, and then like I dealt a lot with a lot of like men that were like in positions of power, you know, whether they were like um, doctors or lawyers or lead engineers or lead, uh, lead businessmen. Um that 
had a lot. And at the same time, there was something that I learned from each and every one of them because, I mean, I have a list of things, you know, here. Like, I have some names, you know, and I She's wish... She's going to spill I, it all. Yeah, I wish I can just give you in full disclosure, Say share... It. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies, do not be impressed just by a man's resume. I think anybody can lie on a resume. Yeah, no. I mean, I can lie on a resume. Yeah. Didn't you see there's a J-Lo movie out there where she lies about her or her friend? Um, so it's Leah Remini and J-Lo. They're in a movie together. And Leah Remini's son makes a fake resume for <gasps> Yes, J-Lo. I know what you you're know? talking about. Okay, yes, so they yes. make any, a fake resume for J-Lo and she gets this high corporate, like, you know, street. job. Yes. But then, you know, her resume is technically, it's, it's fake. She never went to any of the schools she says she went to. So anybody can That's lie true. on a resume. I want to watch true. that movie. No, no but you know what, guys? Like, So, ladies, I have this <laughs> trick. You tell them that they look younger than they are. And so they, they take it as a compliment. You're like, I want to see some ID. Like, no, there's no way, sir. And, you know, like, you know, like, because you, you start to <laughs> put them on this trick. platform. Really so then all of a sudden they're like, I was like, let me see. I want to see your ID. I don't believe you. And so then you look at their ID, you jot down the last name and then and the guess address? what do you do? Oh, I mean, yeah, that too. I don't go that far, <laughs> <I> but <laughs> because I can't memorize like Me that much or whatever, but like, shoot, if I had like a photographic memory, you know, be real sure because not only that, but like if you just Google their first and last name and their date of birth, you could actually get their address. Yes. Trust me. I know. You know, like, okay guys, like full disclosure, us ladies, we got to watch out, right? Because we don't know what we're doing. Like, are we dealing with Mr. You know, um, Ed, Ted Bundy? Yeah, yeah, you don't know if you're dealing with a Ted Bundy. Like, like this charmer. The thing is that, like, some people can come across, like, like, you know, like, oh, my God, this guy is so great. And then the same time, it's like, I want to know more tricks. Like, I'm just, like, like in awe of okay we got the license trick yeah you got the license trick you're like oh my god you look so good you look so young are you your skin like you just keep complimenting them feeding their ego and then you ask for what you want let me see some id and then they're so more willing to like pull out that id because at that point they're like all like you know buttered up and so they'll give it to you glazed i almost want to go out like (laughs) obviously let my boyfriend know what i'm gonna go do but i almost want to go out and like talk to guys and see if they'll show me their right no me yeah. too no yeah <laughs> i i challenge <laughs> you ladies to yeah, like you go wait. out there butter them up give them the compliments they want because men do they're not i'm okay. gonna go home and use this on jacob no yeah <laughs> <laughs> men are not used to like if they're used to getting compliments it's like a compliment here and there right you're handsome you're cute but then all of a sudden you're telling them like your skin looks great it's so youthful you know, like you start feeding into this side of them that they've never experienced before. Wow. So all of a sudden, you 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 start breaking those walls. You start did breaking those barriers. Did you do this to your new boo? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, I almost didn't want to know because at this that at this time I'm actually older than him. So it's okay. Yeah, Who cares? yeah. I'm older than Jacob. I'm older yeah. than Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Here I thought like we need like older no, men. No. It's like no, we need the younger one. Yeah, no. I told Jacob that I married him, and I, I was like, I told Jacob I was like, yeah, I married you because you're younger. Because like I want to make sure I die first. He Actually, was just like, okay, what? that was the most morbid thing you've ever no, said. Josh's grandpas, both of his grandpas, not the women, just the men. 
they're almost hitting 100 years old. So I know I'm going first. There's no way I'm oh, going to wow. outlive him. Oh, I need to go first. Me too. <laughs> no, ladies. I'm sorry to tell you guys, but like studies have shown that women and like out of the partners, like the women outlive the men. Because you know what? Guess who is the one that, you know, like takes them, forces them to go to the doctor to get, you know, That's like true. that checked. That's it's true. like, honey, you need to go to the doctor. Uh, you've been having that problem for X amount of time. And like yeah. you push, push. And even though they look at it as nagging, no, honey, I'm saving your life. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. We are saving your life. Yes. For you men out there that like think you have a nagging girlfriend, nagging go wife, nagging partner. Yes. Like, no. And for you guys, guys and girls, girls, like the partner who's like telling you to go get checked, go get checked. Because <laughs> partners who have like a partner that forces them to go get health care, they actually live longer. They've done studies. There's actually studies out there. You don't believe me? Look it up. Well, depending on my day and my mood, I will decide if I want to encourage Josh to go to the doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you, again, back to your story. We oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because we're like, you know. But anyhow, yes, ladies. So, out there, you know, like, you will interact with, like, a lot of, you know, like, men. And so, is there certain types? Like, do you have them categorized as in, like, there's seven types of men or there's four types of well, men? Well, no. Like, I mean, I think they, they you know, like, show you who they are. Like, and, and um, I went off, like with this like whole strategy ladies it, like you've been out of the game for a while is just getting comfortable right and it could begin with you just like getting comfortable with like going out with like older pursuers because this is this has been my journey so i can only speak of my journey so the way i got more comfortable because you know like i was like very like codependent and on these other relationships and it had been a while for me i started like trying to get more comfortable and by that means like maybe going out like like out with your guy friends or you know um going out more getting out there more and you know like then it started becoming with like the chatting right because um like the chatting on bumble and yeah like the chatting on bumble or chatting on you know the dms like you know like do different social media like getting to know somebody because sometimes um, right off the bat, you can tell like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get to know this person or I don't want to like invest my time in that. Right. Because, you know, we, we all live busy lives. Right. But then like, once you do start getting to know them is like, you know, like recognizing like what you're into, what you're not into. Um, and so there's like different things. She literally has a list. No. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, because, um, whether it's a good relationship or bad relationship, I think that you could always learn something from whether it's about, you know, like the opposite gender or the opposite, you know, like partner or whether it's about yourself. Right. Um, so one of the first few guys that like I dated, which I would just, um, you know, like don't want to put his name out there, but, um, he was also older than me. Right. Not by a lot. Um, he was 37, he was Korean, he was 6'2", you know, like, very, like, you know, like, strong built. But then, you know, like, I always remember somebody's profile, right? So one of the things that kind of, like, stood out to me in the beginning was that he had put on his, like, profile that he did not smoke, like, never, okay? okay. And so then, like, later on, he's vaping, 
Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So that to me is like, like, you know, like a little like negative because you, you lied. Know, you lied. Like, don't even like put it out there as even an option. Right. There's probably going to be people listening to us that say, oh, baby, it's the same thing. Actually, it's the same. Like, yeah, it's worse. You're yeah. right. And so he was like one of the very first few that. I got to meet, he was like forward. He was like, because I was like so tired of like entertaining all these conversations, right? But he was like, what are you doing tonight? Can I see you? And I was like, wow. I do have to say for the little while that I, because I only tried Tinder, I always appreciated the guy that was like, okay, let's do it like now. Because yeah, we're just talking. I get bored. Yeah, and I, I get, get tired bored. Of yeah, please don't. Yeah, I would me. hate to have to entertain. Like, it's yeah. like, let's just see, first of all, because at the end of the day, Physical attraction is of importance. I don't like, to me, it was always the chemistry. I The really, chemistry, yes, yeah. I really don't care what the guy looks like, but again, that's me. I want to know that you can make me laugh because I like to laugh. Yeah. I want to know that we can have a good time together, and I want to know that, you know, if we sit down at a dinner together, you know, and it's just us two, that we're not going to be just bored out of our minds. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you don't want to be really connecting with somebody like through a screen or through like you know a way because like at the end of the day as humans yeah yeah, like humans like you need that human interaction Mm -hmm. so you need to know and not only that but you the body language body language will tell you so much more than just like reciting something not to mention that whenever you're like going back and forth you have time to think and be I like, what does it mean when yes. a guy asks you this? What does it mean Message when a girl tests and be you like, this? what do I respond back? Exactly. So it's not even like your own response. No. Yeah. And, and, and actually I'll like be honest. Like when I first started like dating again and started like these interactions, I used to like call my girlfriends up and I would be like, Hey, he just texted me this. What should I say? What should I say? And it's not really that you don't want to like keep on your own, but it's just that might, perhaps you just been out of the game so long. Like and you don't want to so sound long. stupid. You don't want to sound stupid and like not only that, but you also don't want to put yourself too much out there and give too much away. Right. Because it's like this back and forth, push and pull, push and pull, push and pull, because at the end of the day, that is what like makes those relationships intriguing. Right. Because who wants to have something that's like served on a platter? Although you might think you wanted like it doesn't provide that challenge and at the end of the day whether we realize it or, or acknowledge that it for that being we want that challenge yes yeah and so with this guy i was like oh my gosh like this is the guy i want to be with you know because he was an md phd oncologist but he for- vaped yes Yes, Girl, yes, bye. yes, yes. And the thing is that I saw him and he was like so physically attractive. He was tall. He was built, you know, like he ate right, you know, because we would have dinners together and stuff. kind of happened to catch him. Like I was like, were you just vaping? And then he was like, yeah. And then I was like, well, give me some. <laughs> <laughs> and everything he like was like even cooler because I was like, oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not as perfect as you think you are, or like as I imagine you. Yes, that's what sucks about these, um, like profiles or you know swiping because everybody tries to make themselves look so perfect. Yeah, on them, like you're like the full package. Like I know that one of the things that I also I honestly put on there, like no, I don't smoke at all. You know, and every once in a while I do. You know, I can't deny. She might even share it with the bum. Yeah, and I might just share it with the bum. (laughs) 
Yeah, and the thing with him is that he was always just like so busy and like things were on his radar and yeah. like it just became like, are you interested? Or are you not interested? Because yeah. then I started like to, you know, meet other guys that were like also in the medical profession who were also doctors who were also like investing. And so to me, it was like, well, if such and such can like make time for me, why can't you? You know what I mean? Then I make KC, okay, and who's also a physician, who's also a doctor, you know, like, you know, just giving me, like, a little bit of information, right? Because, you know, different text conversations can vary, right? It's like, how's your day going? It's going good. Well, KC was more like, I'm going to send you pictures, and I'm going to compliment pictures you. Pictures of what? Um, just, like, how his day is going, like, whether he had, like, a good cupcake or not. You know, like um oh um so pictures of nothing uh no not only that but like he was going on vacation by um, himself no 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 like he was going on a medical conference right we had already met, met each other there was already that like you know like that chemistry but at the same time it was like all of a sudden he was going away for like a whole week and during that time that he was away he was going to um Puerto Rico, there was a medical conference there. And he was like, um, I have been to Puerto Rico before. So I was like, you know, you've been to a certain place and you recommend certain places. And so I was like trying to build on that. And then um, he was like, send me pictures like, oh, we're at this restaurant, you know, we're at this beach. Uh, check this out. Check that out. What eventually turned you off with Casey? Oh, so what eventually ended up turning me off was that despite all the communication and fast responses and like, you know, fast dates was that he was a little forgetful. Like, like I would mention something and then he would be like, oh, wow, that's like so interesting. And I'm like, yeah, I told you about that. You know, and um, because sometimes like, you know, like us women, we keep tabs. Yes, men out there, we keep tabs. And like us women, we have a good inventory. OK, we are so gifted. You have no idea. And so that's things that like was starting to turn me off about him. And then another thing was that like a lot of the things that he would want to do was like happy hour or things that had like specials <laughs> so he was cheap he was cheap <laughs> like i remember like after like um uh, going on a few dates with him hey maybe he had a student loans you know what the that's no that's no bills. excuse because I I can't because believe, i'm so. seeing the way he's living life with his family and with his friends and he looks like he's like whining and dining in nice places well you know what he and probably i couldn't doubt. commit to you yet yeah he, was, he probably wasn't paying when he was out <laughs> all right so who is your next victim Okay, so the next guy that I met, this was the bad boys, ladies. Like, we but at the same time, one. educated. Um, he had a motorcycle, oh, tattoos, <laughs> ocean, blue eyes, Did blonde you get as hair. Lost in them? Yeah, you get lost in them. He would wine me and dine me. And, um, you know, but then it became too much. So were all of these on Bumble, though? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, so all okay. of these were on Bumble. And they were wow. like, yeah. And the reason I like Bumble, to be honest with you, is because, um, you know, like you get to swipe one way, but then you also get to see who swipes on you. 
That's if you pay for the membership. So it's like it's like almost like I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me without having to do like the physical, like, you know, like we're in the same room. Yes. Because nobody goes up to each other anymore. Like men are so like fragile to rejection and, and women now they used to be more forward and be just like be able to do that tend to like does she like me? She did not like me. Did I imagine she like winked at me? Like like now you gotta like make it like super obvious like yes i'm looking at you neon signs you know like neon signs like and actually like wave your hand like yeah come 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 (laughs) it's safe to approach me man it's safe because like we've like deviated from that because like now everybody's like on their phones or you know meeting other ways like it doesn't even interest i mean you could be out and about and be swiping left and right you know So what did the bad boy do to you okay so the thing with him and there was like so many things with him it was like what uh, was a deal breaker the deal breaker was that he was moving too 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 fast um he obviously had money he had like a penthouse downtown he was in oil and gas he was an engineer and um you know just like his physique and everything was that he was just too forward he also like this guy was like you know like calling me and he sounded really sexy i would feel really annoyed if someone called me no i'm not gonna lie no and and different strokes for different folks you know what i mean (laughs) like sometimes like i don't want to talk like you know like sometimes just tell me what you gotta tell me yeah but then other times like i want to talk and i just don't shut up no the thing is that like sometimes you gotta be in the right mood because i remember in the beginning like him trying to call me and I will be like, oh, I'm working out. I'm doing this. Or like, I haven't gotten home yet. Or like, right now yeah. is not a good time. But it really wasn't because like, you got to be like, almost like in the, the mental mindset, mindset uh-huh. yeah. to like disconnect from like everything. Because think of all the things that are pulling us in different mm-hmm. directions. I think that, if, you know, he's taking time out of his day, his busy schedule to call you. Exactly. And tell you, hey. So that was his plus. And yeah. then his benefit was that he just moved too fast. Yeah, well, no. no. His, his downside was he moved too fast. No, yeah. the thing is that he moved way, way, way too fast. And he felt, he was like, I've never been able to be this comfortable with another woman. And things that I was like. With another woman? Was he a woman? <laughs> no, like, I, I don't <laughs> know what he meant by that. But, like, he was like, I've never been able to be so comfortable. But then all of a sudden, actually, he had a foot fetish. Um, <laughs> he loved my small feet. And he loved that I wore heels. And at the time being, like, my feet were always pedicured um are they not now i mean right now they're not you know (laughs) i've gotten too comfortable ladies you know how that goes but anyways like um but yeah and so at the time being he was like you look so sexy and he was like right so he was like digging deep in my sexuality right so i was like you know what yeah and then so i start like what he starts doing is he starts buying me shoes on like buying me shoes Oh. And and what size are you? Uh, size five. Oh, you're too small. I'm a size six. Yeah, and so then he's <laughs> I was gonna seven. Say, Can I wear those shoes? Yeah, <laughs> and so like he makes good money, and then he's like, "I got you some red bottoms." Oh, and then he starts like showing me like the track order number, and then he's like, "Okay, I got cut away. I just bought you like eight pair of <gasps> like European shoes, and you know, and and I'm looking at these shoes, and I'm like, where the fuck am i supposed to wear those shoes like those look like kim kardashian shoes like red carpet like Nicki minaj like you know what i mean like like things that you would only wear once and it would go only particularly with one fucking outfit and so i'm like thinking okay 
Okay, let me just take this in. And I was thinking, oh, God, maybe maybe this is finally like my breakthrough. Maybe this is like, this is what life is going to be like, you know? He like is messaging me like once he gets the shoes right he takes a picture of like the shipping boxes and like he starts taking pictures of the shoes right because it goes from like like he's trying to learn me and like kind of like look i got some candy for you some very expensive candy some very nice looking candy and so, so he like, ships it to his house yeah he ships to his place mm. yeah and so then he's like telling me and then like all of a sudden uh, I'm just like making up excuses because I'm thinking like something doesn't feel right. Like we haven't even done it. You're already buying me like expensive shoes. I ended up having to disclose it, you know, like to one of my sisters and one of my friends and they're both like, I don't trust that. I don't yeah. trust that at all. Yeah. And so then what comes after that is a video. Oh, oh no. After he sent you those videos, she's done. I'm done. I just like ghosted him. And by the way, I might add, um, I literally had to block him because it was still a year later and he was still trying to contact no. me. Yeah. Cause I like basically at the time I wasn't even lying to him because I told him that I'm like, Hey, I just lost my grandmother because at the time I did lose my grandmother. And I was like, I, I, you know, I'm dealing with a lot. And like, even that he wasn't respectful. He was like, still like, um, like, Oh, can I see you? Can I take you out for dinner? Can I distract you? And I was like, dude, like, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. We have to do another segment with Ellie with the different types of men that are out there. Oh, <laughs> yes, for sure, ladies, because there are so many types of men out there. Mm -mm -mm. We need a whole, like, season. Yeah, exactly. Real. Yeah, for real. Okay, so all in all, how has your experience been, now that you have a boyfriend, but your experience to getting to the guy that you're dating now? Well, I think that everything serves its purpose because, like, from every experience – you can learn something about like by yourself, um, whether is it that you're too compromising or too lenient or too strong on certain views or, um, you know, that sort of thing. But also about men, right? Like, you know, certain things that you're willing to compromise and certain things you're not willing to compromise on because different things are important to different people. And just like staying true to who you are, because that is one of the biggest things that I've learned from this is like just staying true to who you are because you reach a point where you're just like, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not and compromise things that are important to me just to like make somebody else feel better or like, you know, take away from who I am as a person because essentially we're all trying to find a way to like, live and fulfill our full lives being who we are and in society we can get lost in that you know in dating we can get lost in that that's true and so as long as you stay true to who you are i think that that's like the biggest point in like just dating in general so um <laughs> ellie we have to ask what is one item that always stays in your hoe bag a fresh pair of panties because yes. you never know we're going to spend the night and get it on the next night okay <laughs> go let me go ahead and switch from these granny panties or these spanks onto these sexy you know well thank you that <laughs> has been we, great we greatly appreciate that thank you ladies <laughs> okay and so one last thing through your whole process was there ever like one 
motivational quote or a quote or a phrase or something that kept you going through, you know, I don't want to call them hardships, but they're just the dating. highs and the lows, the highs and the lows of dating these men. Just stay true to who you are because it is so much harder to like live a facade or like even like for yourself, right? Even if your shortcomings and you're working on those, don't even make that like an expectation from yourself because you're always going to fall short. You're working on those things. But at the time being, at the time, at that moment, stay true to who you are no matter what. That is a good one. Yeah. Cheers to that. And with that, cheers. we're ending. So if you like our content and you're loving what we have, please always like, subscribe, comment. Um, you're welcome to leave some listener letters. We want to hear about your first worst dates. We want to hear about your best first dates. We want to hear about the type of men you think they're out there. Just tell us everything. We want to hear about it. We want we want to just know. Yes, ladies, we need to share this insight. Men are always out there like in the locker room or in, you know, like, you know, like sharing all this info. It's about time that us ladies unite and start sharing this information so we get rid of these trolls because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And that is just to like live our full selves for somebody who's going to appreciate it. True. <laughs> so true. don't forget, follow us on social media. The handle is the same on all platforms. It's at Sunday, Sunday School Podcast, and school is spelled S K E W L. Thank you.